Alright guys, welcome back to the Troy Podcast. Last time we seen you, we had a great show. We broke down Lincoln Riley in full detail. And if you're as excited as I am today doing this show, uh, you might be getting fooled a little bit. <laughs> I know it led you on. What we thought we were going to see from Lincoln Riley, we saw on Saturday. Uh, but there's a lot of question marks that we have. Uh, but the energy is there. The energy is there. But we're back again. I'm with my man, Phil. Phil, how are you doing? I'm doing stupendous. Fantastic. Oh, I'm happy to see some SC ball. Let's do it. Hey, I have to show you this, though. This is my shirt from when I played there. That's how excited I am right now. That, that's how excited I am right now. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. We'll start here. When I played there, I played there. I went there in 2006. So mm -hmm. when I went there my senior year for the spring game, they just lost the national championship and had Reggie Bush. They won one. They won one with the split against Auburn. They actually won one. They beat Oklahoma. They just mm -hmm. lost to Texas. And the spring game when I signed there went my senior year was not like this spring game that we saw on Saturday. The energy there, and I watched it on TV. I wasn't there, but the energy there, I felt it from just watching it at home. There is an energy there that that is that that needs to come back and it's there. It's good that the fans are excited to be there. That that was great. That's that's they have that swag. You know like when you watch SC they have that swag back. That's mm -hmm. exactly what was there on Saturday, which was great. And I mean, that that's what puts SC ahead. Um <laughs> This I'm just I'm kind of speechless, but then again, we also have to get to the real points, which we'll get to later today. I mean, how how did you feel about Saturday? Uh, it was it was a tale of two football games. It always is. So offensively, I was ecstatic because for for what they what they showed, what Lincoln Riley chose to show, uh, I felt was very good. I felt the things that Caleb Williams has been working on. You could see the improvement that he's made. Uh, I liked I liked some of what I saw out of Miller Moss. Uh, there were also some concerns that I had, and then there was a there were some question marks. But I think that the question marks that I have is not because they're question marks, but because nobody wanted to put it on tape. Um, that that could be. Um, so so we'll we'll address the offense first. I, and I agree with you. Like they don't want to put everything out there, and that's the mm -hmm. big rumor. But at the end of the day, everything's already out there. That's what a lot of people don't understand. At the end of the day, he has, what, 36 games of what he does with multiple mm -hmm. quarterbacks, and he has 10 games with Caleb Williams. Like, So there's nothing for you to hide. Here's the good thing. they SC actually has two good backs. Are they Reggie Bush, OJ Simpson, Marcus Allen, Anthony Davis? No. But are they good enough to make SC better? 100%. They have two backs where they could do two things. The thing that stood out of me on offense – is that Lincoln Riley is going to run a lot of screens in this league. And if you yes. get the screen game going in the Pac-12, SC is going to be hard to stop, really hard to stop. That, that That's one thing that really stood out to me. Another thing that stood out to me is, I know this is his name, but little Jerry is going to be really good in the Pac-12. I'm going to tell you why. Because he can run and he's a big body. So yep. getting the ball out to him in space, which you saw them do a lot in the spring game, all he needs is one blocker, and if he gets five, he gets six, he gets seven. Before you know it, he's going to bust one, and people are going to say, oh, wow, he's not going to make the big play over the top. That's not what he is. But mm -hmm. get him the ball right now, and he's going to he's going to break a tackle, and he's going to make a lot of big plays when it matters. I was really excited about that. Now, the Caleb's and Williams connection is not going to stop. That dude was out there embarrassing people on Saturday. I don't care if it's the spring game. They were still going full speed. And that dude mm -hmm. inside the 25-yard line is dangerous. And he showed why he is dangerous. Like, <clears throat> it was embarrassing, like, even for the spring game. But what he's going to do in this conference is going to be astounding. And I will say this. Caleb Williams is good. He is good. And he's at the right school. He's getting the right yep. media. Caleb Williams, if it's not going to happen this year, next year Caleb Williams is going to be in the talks for going to New York to win in the big trophy. Like, yeah. he, he is really good. He has a yeah. good head on his shoulder. This is the thing that stands out with me for Caleb Williams, and I'm going to approach it again. We're going to talk about it a little bit, bit later. Caleb Williams said, good teams coaches know how to handle. 
great teams, players police themselves. You bring that into the locker room, things change, right? Absolutely. <laughs> things change. The offensive line is athletic. The offensive line is really athletic and really good. A lot of people didn't, probably don't pay attention to that. They're really athletic and they're really good. The receiving core is good. The three-back system that they're going to use is really good. Their quarterback is outstanding. Offensively, SC is amazing. What do you think offensively for SC? Uh, offensive, offensively, they're good enough to win the Pac-12 just by playing ball on one side of the team. That offense, I, I don't see anybody who's going to be able to stop it. Now, <clears throat> are you going to – we in the previous podcast we did, we had talked about – some sometimes making them one dimensional and make it and completely eliminating the run. Um, I, I, I have a different feeling about SC's running backs, but we could also, uh, but that that's neither here nor there. We'll get to, we'll get to that down the stretch. Uh, the, the depth at wide receiver is amazing for all the guys that you mentioned. The guy that turned my head was actually Terrell Bynum. He was doing, he was all over the place making catches, big, strong kid. Big body, good hands. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be the guy that's probably gonna get off a lot because he's gonna see the single coverage with the with the lowest guy on the depth chart. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, let's address it. What, how do you feel about the running game? Because to me, to I'll, I'll tell you this: to me, they could do three different things with three different backs, but they could run screen with all three. And with them able to run screen, it prevents them from the run game being one dimensional. If that makes sense, like so, if they're able to stop the run game, they could go to the stream game and set up the run game with a back. All you need is one of those backs to find a groove, and they're going. Right. Um, you, you look at the long, rich history of running backs that have graced the Coliseum field, and then you look at the running backs that they got here, and I, I, just, I it's not, it's not there for me. They don't do it. When I look at these guys. I see solid running backs. And let me just say, let me let me say that that they're all solid. I'm not hating on these dudes whatsoever. They're solid. But at SC, the running back is supposed to be special. Not solid, special. And look and I don't it could be it could be the style of offense that they were running, the gun runs. I, I the what I saw that bothered me the most was a lack of vision. There there were there were definitely some some bounce some other some opportunities to extend runs that they just didn't make and and it, it'll get that'll that'll be good enough to keep defense and i wrote about it in an article for la football network that was published today where i said it, it's a they run the running game is basically going to keep defenses honest they're, they're not it doesn't look like they're expecting to get too much out of the running game aside from keeping defenses honest yeah well Okay, and I will say this. Do you, do you know who the running back was when I played there? Uh, that was after Reggie, right? Yep. McKnight, wasn't it? Joe Joe was a year Joe's a year younger than me. So my freshman year, the running back we had four running backs. We had Tanti Washington, Emmanuel Moody, CJ Gable, uh, and Desmond Reed. So and so when you have all four of those together, and this is my opinion. You create a special running back, right? So this year, and this is what I see. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. Reggie Bush, Marcus Allen, OJ Simpson, Anthony Davis, right? That is running back. You, Lindell White, Lindell White, Lindell White. Joe McKnight was special in his own way. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's tailback you, and that right now it's not there. And like I said in the first podcast, this is something that needs to be built up to. Right. And this is not something that's going to happen this year and don't expect it to happen this year. Ten games is great this year. Right. Because they're facing some issue. Thirty six scholarships was well, a little bit more than thirty six with the guys that they signed. It's like they, they need to fill 41 scholarship spots after the guys that they signed and things like that. But it's going to be special this year. And as long as you trend up, it's like Buffalo. Buffalo has been trending up, trending up. Now you see where Buffalo is. This is the same thing that needs to happen here, right? But right. on the flip side, before we get to that, though, but on the flip side, there, there needs to be some things that need to be fixed. But you're right. So the thing that I also like in that first second series with Caleb Williams, mm -hmm. they didn't take any shots. 
They legit no. took what the defense gave them. Boom, here's six. Boom, here's four. Here, running game. Here's four again. Bam, bam, bam. All of a sudden, Williams to Williams, touchdown again in the corner and end zone. Right? There was one play where they ran slot fade to Williams. And yep. I was just like, oh, man, <laughs> that is, that's huge, right? Nobody – I can't see anybody covering Williams in the Pac-12. No. You know Especially what I mean? Like, now, Yeah, right. Now, here's another thing. Caleb Williams is not lightning fast. But Caleb Williams yeah. could extend a play with his feet, and he could get out of bounds, and he gives you positive yardage. That's another great thing that I want to see. Here is the issue that we're going to have, though. But before we get to the issue that – uh. I want to mention that our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports development, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head on the website today or use your mobile device to join us. To use promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Here's the issue that we are going to have on the edge of the defense. SC is above average. On the edge, we're talking the two ends, number zero and number 49. Tui and I don't. I believe I forgot the other guy, guy's name, but he's the number one guy in the nation. Ah, uh, really? they were, huh? Really? He was number one. Yeah, they're they're above average. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why they're above average. <clears throat> a lot of people assume that rush ends are supposed to get sacks, right? When you beat them one on one, you do get sacks, and at the college level, you get eighteen. That's if you're really good and you're above average number one draft pick. A lot of guys, who, the rush ends create the quarterback to step forward and the bigger guys in the middle get sacks and they normally just fall right into their arms. You see that a lot more often than rush ends getting sacks, which is right. fine. The reason why they're average is because the interior defense line is not great. No, it's they're, not. Putting a, they're putting a lot of pressure on two defense ends to make a lot of plays. And ideally, that's not fair for those two kids who have all that talent. So their stats are going to be above average to average. Four of those 41 scholarships that need to be filled either through the transfer portal, which has to be through the transfer portal by May 1st, or they won't be able to get anybody. Four of them, maybe six, needs to go to that interior defensive line. The reason why you saw so many gashed run plays started at the interior defensive line. I'm happy with the four-down look. I'm always happy with a four-down look. I'm a four-down guy, I understand. I'm not happy with the five-man box that he kind of showed with the overhang, but they are not putting their best players in the best situation because they don't have the talent up front. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people say, well, and, and, and that leads to other things, right? That leads into, like, quarterbacks having time, defensive backs getting burned here or there. We'll get to the defensive backs later. I will tell you this. Those two linebackers at SC are damn good. He wasn't good at Alabama because of the size, but his size at SC and his athletic, uh, his athletic ability and his willingness to tackle makes him above average in the Pac-12. And when you get to the Pac-12 and you make it to the playoffs, it's a little bit different because when you're the best in the Pac-12, it's shown that you're the best in the rest of the nation. He's going to be really good. I, I, I think he's going to be really good in the conference, mm -hmm. but he's not going to be good if he has defense alignment in his lap every play, which I saw a lot of. I don't think the interior linemen at, at SC are very good, which makes two great players on the edge average because they're putting a lot of pressure on them. You know, you get what I'm saying? Well, so, so I, I, I too agreed with you wholeheartedly. And now that we've given the offense, it's, it's, uh, it, it's just due. It, it's time for the unfiltered truth. And the unfiltered truth is this. They are going to be eaten alive in the running game. I was not impressed by that defensive line's rush defense whatsoever at all, not even a little bit. And now the, the looks that I, I'm a four-down guy, and traditionally U, uh, USC is a four-down university. Now, I don't know if they went three-down because of the fact that they were running against the empties on offense nearly the entire spring game. And you would have to, obviously, you'd have to adjust to that. But 
they didn't get a lot of push from me up the middle at all. Uh, for as good as their edges were, I, I, I Thule was my guy. Thule, I could definitely get behind. Uh, I know uh, Romello got his in the second half, but I, I didn't see a whole lot of pressure with the in the first two series with ones versus ones. I know I know after the half the defense picked it up and was better, but I, I expected more. Quite frankly, uh, I really did. And I while though Makai Blackman was out, well we hadn't crossed over into the DBs. But so I'll I'll keep it up to the front seven. The linebackers were good. The linebackers got made the tackles. They kept everything in front of them. They didn't let anything get out of whack. Now we cross over to the DBs, and let me tell you something. SC is going to need to score a lot of points this season, and I do mean a lot because that defensive backfield was not good at all. There's no way that they should be able to just be bombs away quite like that and look in shambles and just let a team dink and dunk straight down the field all and ha- offer nothing. So that was bad. That was a bad performance. And Vanilla defense or not, I don't care. In you need to be better. That was a, so 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 to the to the naked eye, SC had a great spring football game, right? And it goes to it goes to the old saying, offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. Championship. You ain't gonna win no championships with that defense. They're gonna win, they're gonna sell a lot of tickets. That stadium is gonna be full all the way up to here. Last mm. year it was it was empty. It looked like this last year. This year it's gonna be full. When Rice comes in in the first week of September, that thing is gonna be full. The problem is if they give up 34 points to Rice. It's going to be an issue, and we're going to be back at square one. Now, here's the problem: I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't be too concerned. But all right, so they need 41 scholarships. We already given four to six to the interior D line, which is fine. Now you're at 30, you're at 37. You have to, you need a whole new defensive backfield. That's five scholarships. At least five to seven has to go to the defensive backfield. The defensive backfield for USC is going to cost him a lot of games that matter, mm-hmm. and they're going to it's going to cost them a lot of games that's going to make them go over the hump. If I am a fresh, if I'm a senior in high school, and I have an offer from USC, I am committing right now because I have a chance to start as a freshman. Hey Al, I got a, I got probably the most important question of the day. What's that? How many plays you got for me? I got I, one. I, I got that. one. I got one series, and it has to be three and out. <laughs> <laughs> I got one series, and it has to be three and out. Be- yeah, hey, hey. I'll, I'll save it. I, when I call on you, I'll need it. But <laughs> you know, I need. I'm gonna yeah. need at least those three. I got one series, and it has to be three and out. Like there. Okay, so like a lot of people don't understand. Like USD is 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 known for their safeties. Their corners, not so much, but they're known for their safeties. Ronnie Lott, Darnell Bean, uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor Mays. Mays. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Ellison. A lot of people didn't know about Kevin Ellison. Troy Kevin Ellison, Mays. Troy Palomalo. That's what I'm saying. Like they're known for their safeties. There is no pride in the defensive backfield. And and that that's the thing that bothers me. Like me as a defensive back that went to USC is watching the defensive backs not have any pride. And that is an issue to me. And I don't understand, like, I, I do understand, right? And it, it's not, I'm, I'm going to just say this. It's not Lincoln Riley's fault. And I get it. But he has to, that has to be the first, that has to be one of the first two things that he has to fix before May 1st on the on the transfer portal deadline. Or they're only going to win five to six games. And, the, and, and here's the problem about the wins. The wins are going to be this. Caleb Williams throws for 600 yards, rushes for 200 yards on US by USC, but they still give up 47 points and they lose, right? And, and that's what we're looking at. Like, we're looking at, like, a defense that is doesn't have any pride. A USC defense has pride all the way from Sean Cody, Cedric Ellis, Lawrence Jackson, uh, Keith Rivers, right? You're looking at Willie McGinnis. Willie McGinnis played defensive line. Ray Malalagu, like you're looking at guys like, uh, oh man, yeah, Frosty Rucker. You're like, who's, 
Who's the guy that won the Thorpe? He played safety also at SC. He went to Poly. I can't think of his name right now, and I'm so embarrassed because I went to Poly also. But, I mean, he won the Thorpe as a freshman. Like, playing defense at SC is a prideful thing. Everybody, I remember when I was growing up, SC was considered, like, who are you going to choose? Are you going to go to Miami or are you going to go to SC? There's there's no difference between Miami and SC. One has swag of the West Coast. One has swag of the East Coast. The problem that we saw on Saturday is the offense has swag. That is SC football, right? The issue is on the other side of the ball, they have no swag. There's no intimidation factor. And that is the issue. And the the faster they fix that, the sooner SC becomes a national championship program. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And and they got to get – Sean New has got to get him some guys up front. If he got to walk into the Polynesian community and start signing grandmas, he he needs to do what he's got to do because they need to get bigger up front in a hurry. They need to get meaner. They need to get faster, more technically sound. Um, Like between – like I said, there there were only a couple guys. I think Nick Figueroa made a play. Then you had Thule, uh, Romello, and short of that, there there was really nothing else going on. There, there wasn't. There wasn't. Now, here's here's the problem. And Lincoln, Lincoln is a solid guy, mm-hmm. right? Lincoln is a solid guy. Lincoln did the right thing. Lincoln brought his best recruit, rest recruiter, which is the receiver coach, right? Mm-hmm. Lincoln brought his defensive coordinator, which I believe they are they're friends. Yep. Right. I would assume. Lincoln's going to have to fire his friend in three years. If if he waits that long, it, it might it might be in two. It might be. Now, he's going to have to fire his friend. And the problem is that he's going to have to fire. And because he was left with Hilton's guys and most of those guys. Here, here's the here's the deal, right? You were on a bad USC football program. The coach gets fired. They bring in a coach who has a team in the playoffs, and you enter the transfer portal. How do you do that? You get what I'm saying? Like, and there's still some guys there that are like that. And it's and most of them, it looks like, and I could be wrong, and I don't want to say it's for sure, but it, from what I'm seeing from the outside looking in, those guys are on the defense side of the ball. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I'll spin it a different way, and I'll ask you this, and and I. I just coming in, coming in hot like this was truly not how I envisioned starting off the season, especially one with as much promise as USC's does have. But you had you need to start taking a look, a long hard look at your defensive backs coach. And if you want to talk about coaches that held over from the there's last, there's a regime, common denominator. Common denominator. There's a now, common denominator. I, now Grinch's defense was not good last year. They were better than what you saw at SC at least the front seven, but ultimately they gave up a crap load of points last year too. So I'm not going to give Grinch a pass, but the denominator, the common denominator, you got to start low and work your way up. You feel me? And I will tell you this because I was in the coaching world. He's a good recruiter. He's a great recruiter. He's one of the top recruiters in Division One football. But if you ever follow coaches that are labeled good recruiters, they end up with multiple jobs in their career. They'll always get hired, but they're never in the same place the same year after year after year because of what they, they the production that they put on the field. <clears throat> there is a common denominator. I wanted to go there, but I didn't know if we really wanted to go there. Uh, there's know, a common right out of the gate. Right <laughs> the gate I told there, you. There's a common denominator. <laughs> yeah, there's a common denominator in the in the defensive backfield that's from the past three years of that poor performance that's been put on the field and it's got retained and it showed on a Saturday with 31,000 people there. 31,000 people is more people that they had at their games last Mm -hmm. season. 31,000. SC has the opportunity to be the hottest ticket in town again. You have a chance to go to SC game on Saturday and the Rams game on Sunday, but that has to get fixed or it will not be the hottest ticket in town. And that might need to be the fix first. I understand the whole recruiting thing, but right. here's here's how I look at recruiting. If I give you a ball of clay and I give it to you and I say make a pot, 
right? This could be the best clay. This clay is worth a million dollars right here. This is the finest clay to make pottery. But if I give it to you and tell you to make a pot, what would that pot look like? Won't be looking look very right. But if I take that clay and I give it to somebody who's a potter who does pottery for a living, you might get the best pot that you've ever seen in our lives. Right. So even though those kids were good in high school, where what are you molding them into? And, and that's what's starting. That's what's showing. And I think that might be that might be your more immediate fix. Uh, it is to make that switch, like you said. Uh, said you got a guy who's a recruit. He was a great recruiter. Coach O is the best recruiter, recruiter around too. He don't have a job right now. Your pro, your problem isn't necessarily recruiting because you know what recruits better than anything known to man. Winning, winning. That's all you need to do is win. L A L A S C of all play S C in the Pac twelve. Starts winning again. Do you know who's going to be recruit number one recruit across the West Coast? It sure won't be Oregon. It will be SC because S, that's what SC does is win. They can't win with a coach who can't coach. Hey, I I, I completely agree. I I and so it, it's disappointing to me, and I like him. I, I yeah. think he's a great guy. I think he's a good dude, great recruiter, nothing against the man. But when you look at what that defensive backfield has looked like, and I said it on a on a but another buddy of mine said, I, I came from Cal. And watching Cal, it was like, man, if one day if we could just no matter how good we were, could never beat SC. Last year was the first year that I can remember in the last 20 where they beat SC. And it wasn't because yeah. Cal was great, because they were not. No. It, it, the, okay, so here's the deal. The product is unfinished, right? Now, here's Absolutely. the best thing about The best thing about us is we're going to support USC to the fullest, but we're not going to support them if we sit up here and tell you lies and tell you how good they are and we don't give you the wrong cut truth, right? So That's we support them to the fullest. They put an unfinished product out there because their 15 practices ran out and they had to show it, right? Right. <clears throat> they have they have until when's May 1st? Friday? They have until Friday. Sunday. Huh? Sunday? Sunday. They have until Sunday to fix it, right? Now, the transfer portal is not always a fast fix, and we talked about this on the last podcast. We said the best thing about Caleb Williams coming into Lincoln Riley's offense is he already he knows the sense. How polished did Caleb Williams look in that spring game? You know, <laughs> it's like, like he just it, out there. He just skip a beat, right? And, and the and the lady. And not asked, only that, I was gonna say, not only did he look polished and sur- like a surgeon, he was standing in the pocket calmly, comfortably. Both of the quarterbacks were Miller Moss is a freshman, standing tall in the pocket. It's easy to stand tall when you don't have a pass rush. But eventually they hear nobody. But it's you. <laughs> I will I will say that Miller Moss Miller Moss just has to stay. Miller yes. Moss stays and Miller Moss learns and Miller Moss gets reps. Miller Moss is going to be really good. Miller Moss made freshman mistakes. Like, right. oh, he yes. overthrew it, but he saw it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he saw open passes. Oh, he overthrew it, blah, blah, blah. We could fix that. That's fixable. Yeah. But the fact that you're right. seeing it is like, whoa, that's pretty good. That's a good right. read right there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Miller Moss just has to stay there. It, for him to accept that challenge, like, all right, Caleb Williams is already there. I'm good with that. Like, Caleb Williams is only going to be here for two years. I just have to – all I have to, if he plays four games, he's still a redshirt freshman. Right. So, by the time he plays, let's see, he'll redshirt, he'll be a freshman next year, he'll be a redshirt sophomore, which means yep. he'll get more than enough time for him to be a star, and he gets – you see this back here? Let me see. That back there is all the retired jerseys. He gets oh, to put yeah. a jersey up there, by the way, yeah. which they do need to put number five back. I will they say do. that. I'll, I'll put that they on the do. record. But that's neither here nor there. But he has a chance to put his jersey up there. They have a chance to put Caleb Williams' jersey up there. But Miller Moss showed up. Like, for him to run with the twos, and what a lot of people don't understand is there were a lot of walk-ons protecting Miller Moss. 
people don't understand that part. That. I was wondering about that because that did look shaky. And I remember seeing the right tackle where the one of those sacks, the guy just walked around him off the line, which, yeah, was, so, which was alarming to me. There's a lot of walk-ons, right? So, like I said, we have 41. There's 41 scholarships out there. <clears throat> if you watch this and you want a chance to play and you're good and you want a shot at least to go to the Rose Bowl this year, come to SC. Go to USC. <laughs> if you want a shot to go to the Rose Bowl, come to come SC. To SC. <laughs> Especially if you're a freshman. If you're a freshman, come to SC. Like, if you want a shot at a national championship in four years, come, come to, to SC. SC. Yeah, that, I mean that's just my that's just my approach to the transfer port. That's the way to think. But now, Phil, let me ask you this. So, with all that being said and said, with all that being said, what do you? What are your expectations? Well, we'll do a one at a time. <clears throat> what are your expectations? What are your expectations of Lincoln Riley from this season? Coming up, this upcoming season, I expect him to take the South Division. I got you. I expect him to take the South Division, and I expect him to. Ch- I previously I expected them to win the Pac-12 outright. Having had my view of the defense, I expect them to be in the championship game. Be, uh, being in the championship game—that's big. That's big. I, I will tell you this: Utah is going to be good again. Arizona State—I don't know exactly where they are. I know they got in a little bit of trouble, and I know a lot of dudes jump ship. Arizona State is going to be good again. I don't know what UCLA is going to do. Arizona, they're not there yet. Colorado, it's Colorado. They're not there yet, and they yeah. just lost their best receiver. Yeah, so they're, they're, that's where they are. For them to win the South is not out of reach. It's not unreasonable for them to win the South. The problem I have is, when they play Utahs and Oregon States and Stanfords who run the ball like grown-ass men, what is that front seven going to do, right? <clears throat> that is where I'm questioning because the reason why they lost to Oregon State is because Oregon State ran the ball like grown-ass men. reason why they lost to Utah is because Utah ran the ball like grown-ass men. Stanford's always going to run the ball like a grown-ass man. Power, counter, lead, ISO, that's all you're going to get from those three teams. When that happens, is SC going to be able to step up to the table defensively and make it happen? Expectation for offense? Here's my expectation for offense. I just don't want them to get too greedy. I want Lincoln Riley to build this year. Championship is not the goal. Getting better is the goal for SC. So, like I said, eight to ten wins in college football is good. Joe Paterno won eight to ten times a year and kept his job forever. Eight to ten wins is what I expect out of him. But as a coach and and somebody that's in charge of the program, he has to get his defense better. If he doesn't get his defense better, then 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 SC's in trouble. SC's in trouble defensively. Defensively, if this is truly a rebuild, I expect them to at least control the game and make plays when needed. And what I mean by that is I expect them, when a big play is actually needed, when they need a stop, they need the offense to count on them, just get the stop. Are they going to give up a lot of big plays? Yeah, 100%. But when the offense needs the ball back one more time, all you got to do is just get the ball in Caleb Williams' hand. Just give him the ball back. Just get a stop. I want a stop out of them. That's what I expect out of them. I do expect to see a lot of new names on defense, like I said, because of the portal. But if it doesn't get better, a lot of people really got disappointed this past Saturday from what they saw. But you will see a lot of fans because he sold the tickets from that. But in reality, they are about 30% there. Truthfully speaking, uh, that's a little conservative, but I could I could see you could, I could see it. I, I could see it. I think that I think that in bringing over Caleb and Mario, they made leaps and bounds, and that like as we said, that should carry them. I, I real honest and truthfully believe that. And and heaven forbid something was to happen to Caleb, 
Miller is there and he can carry them as well. Uh, I that that defense, <laughs> that that's you, that's just gonna be something you can't get. A, you, it's gonna be hard to work around. And like you said, at at this point, I would just be happy if they got off the field on third downs. So, <clears throat> give me a percentage. How 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 complete do you think they are? I would have said sixty. Okay, so you say sixty. Sixty percent is saying. That I'm not worried about the offense, and I think that you got a piece or two on defense. Okay. They go touchdown for touchdown, right? You go touchdown for touchdown is all based on who gets the ball last, correct? If the other team has the ball last, who wins the game with the defense right now? Uh, if the other team, if they're, that depends if they're down or not. If they tie it up, we can go to overtime and play forever. And set the record for the most consecutive overtime game in, in the history. Well, and that, that's what it leads, right? But if they go touchdown for touchdown, blah, 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 tie game. SC just scored to tie the game. They're kicking the ball off to the to the opposing team's offense. They got two minutes and 30 seconds Ooh. to go to drive the field just to get three. Who wins the game? Yeah, they do. Or that's what they do. Unless the defense does what they did in the spring game and just gives one up straight out the shoot and lets Caleb Williams have like, approximately two minutes and 15 seconds to tie the game all over again. Well, I, I should say I should say 33%, right? Because there's three phases, right? Offense, I think they're complete. They have a couple more things to fix probably on the offensive line. Special teams, you can't really get a look at special teams, so I'm not going to grade special teams right now. But the I defense is not. Trash. You After said what? The punter was awful. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and and heaven forbid with that defense, if you can, for some strange reason, something happens on offense and they're not in sync, and, and now your kicker is giving you short, giving you defense short fields to work with. They got even more problems. Although I take <laughs> that back because usually a short field will help you out when you don't have to worry about getting burned deep. That's true, but I will say this: the kicker. The kicker was kicking them consistently out the field, out the back of the end zone. So go. we know for sure they'll start on the twenty-five. So we're looking at seventy-five yard drives if they score touchdowns. But I will, but so that's why I won't uh, completely grade special teams because even on special teams and spring games, they're not going a hundred percent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you're not getting that that full effect. I'm not taking away anything from these players' efforts. They they're still getting effort, but the effort that they're giving on special teams by coach's direction is just to get a look. And so nobody gets hurt. Like on the field goes, yeah. nobody's rushing. You know what I mean? So I'm not taking anything from effort. You could tell that effort's there. They're playing a lot better. <clears throat> the defense is not ready. Two players on the edge, it's simple, right? We It's five men on the lineman. They're playing four down. It's really simple. All we got to do is double team the edge and then one-on-one -on -one block. We're good. <laughs> we're, we're, you know what I mean? Like, oh, good. <laughs> we're good. Like, we don't have anything to worry about. So <clears throat> I think they're 33% ready if we're going to do it out of 100%. But that that's not the end. Like I said, that's not going. That's not the end of the world because of we have the transfer portal now. Now, right? If this was five years ago, and we saw that we'll defense, <laughs> right? We'll be in a whole oh, man. We'll be in a whole different situation, right? Woo! Hold on, son. see, you can't be doing that to me. I got to take a deep breath. But right. We have a seven grace because because of the transfer portal. So that that and in that situation, I think we're really good. <clears throat> like, it, 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 I'm so I'm so conflicted. I'm so conflicted from the Trojans because I saw something really really good on offense, and I saw something really really bad on defense, and I just don't know where they stand. Like like they have a chance to win the South, one hundred percent. But I'm talking like, are they going to lose games that they shouldn't lose, right? Like you, you, you start getting into those things like that. Like you start looking at their schedule. Like they play Rice at home, first game of the season. But my problem is like they're going to play Rice, and are they going to give up forty fucking points to Rice? That's what I'm worried about. You give up forty points to Rice just because. Just because the offense scored 60 and it was 60 to 40, 
that's not a good product. That's the same product that was on the field last year. And that's what needs to be fixed. <clears throat> and I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just so conflicted about it. Like, I really don't know what to do. Like, here's a good this this is what in effect what you're looking at is the old school Atlanta Falcons run and shoot without the defense. You that that's what you're looking at. I mean, here's here's a here's a good summary of it. The offense was spotted 21 points. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the defense. defense. <clears throat> the defense was spotted 21 points and they lost by four points. That's the problem. All you have to do is just get three and outs to get points, and you can't even get three and outs. That means that they scored what uh, thirteen points, and they were all in the second half. Mm-hmm. Right, like, and, and and like one of them, like the very first in the beginning in the beginning of the series. In the, I'm sorry, in the first half, what like the second or third series with Caleb Williams, I was like, oh, they finally got to stop. No, they didn't get a stop because they were on the 15 yard line. They kicked for three. Yep. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, they got seven. an interception, except for your guy was holding. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, holding bad and for his life, like, come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like, what did, what did I tell you yesterday? Was that yesterday? I was like, hey, I watched the game again. Mm hmm. And the defensive backs are bad. The defensive backs are bad. Uh, yeah, one of my guys was actually in the booth. I was I was going to come myself, but I was wrapped up with some stuff for my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we were he, we were talking about that. He was like, "Oh man, they're out here throwing balls." Like, bro, these these defensive backs are not it. Uh, I was like, "I I want to uplift the I want to uplift the squad," but what I saw was not was not anything to write home about. Hey, okay, so let's look at it. Rice throws the ball. Stanford runs the ball like a grown man. Fresno State throws the ball. Oregon State runs the ball like a grown man. Those are the first four games where they would be tested out of the gate. Even though Rice is a bad football team, right? They're a bad football team, but at the end of the day, they're going to throw the ball a lot. Oregon State and Stanford. You have Oregon State and Stanford up front. Up front. Running the ball down your throat. Fresno State. Jeff Tefford knows the Pac-12. He was a mastermind of the Pac-12. Aaron Rodgers, Jeff Tefford, he would compete in the Pac-12 forever. He's not afraid of the Pac-12. And Fresno State is a solid football team. Year in and year out. Year in, year out. Oregon State, Arizona State, to be returned, right? Washington State is going to be a problem for the Trojans. All right, well. Let's look at it. Mike Leach the left. Air raid, yeah, uh, the air raid offense. No, it's not even air raid. It's running gun. It's Hawaii. it's Hawaii running gun. Yeah. So it's a lot faster. Right. Utah runs the ball like a grown man. Arizona, okay, we'll be all right. Cal, we'll see. You'll Colorado, be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado, not there yet. All right. Now you got to go to pass. Now you got to go to Pasadena. Right, and that game is always bigger than what it is. Not only do you have to go to Pasadena and play that game, Thanksgiving weekend when SC is at home, traditionally play the Blue and Gold. So they play two Blue and Gold schools. They have to play Notre Dame. Notre Dame will probably be ranked top ten at that time. Yeah. Now, when we're, well, here's the deal. If they lose to Notre Dame, I'm okay with it. Right. If they lose to Notre Dame. Within 14 points and they compete, I'm okay with it. If they lose to Notre Dame like they did last year, now we have a problem. I'm not okay with it. And I'm a point blame right now up front. I know it's a team game. <clears throat> the same things have to be fixed. If they lose, it's going to be the defense fault. Yeah, it is. I'm no, I'm no longer playing, so I don't have to be – I'm no longer playing your coaching. <laughs> I don't have to be politically red and I, hey, we're all a team. A lot of these games are going to come down to the defense. Yeah. And, and we and I know we spent a lot of time bashing defense. Put it like this. If you're listening, we love Caleb Williams. We love the energy on the team. We love what the product that was put out there, but the product was not complete, and the product has to be fixed on the defense side of the ball. Or you guys are going to be you guys are going to be really, really, really disappointed of what you saw. I played at USC. I'm a Trojan. I love the Trojan. Here's my shirt from when I played. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? My one and only shirt that I have left. But at the end of the day, like, we have to be upfront. We have to be honest with what we saw. And it's not, not, not a complete product. And that you can't put an incomplete product out there. And it's really similar to what they put out there last year on the defense side of the ball. And we know that Riley's going to score faster than normal, which means the defense will be out there a lot more often. And like you said, Phil, what if the offense is not clicking and the defense is out there? I'm going to scale back on that one time, and I'm going to tell you what I did see that we haven't spoke on and what I told you was the one that wasn't by design. This team has got some badass tight ends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we did not see any of that on display, and that was by design. They're going to use these tight ends to slow down the game and take chunks and take the souls out of defenses, especially across the middle, because when you're looking at all them wideouts and they're getting all that attention, them big boy, you run in and you go in double tights, and them boys is going to eat. And there will no. be nobody that can cover them. There'll be nobody that can stop them and they can slow down the pace of the game. Cause I think, and that's also where this particular running, these running backs suit the style. You're not looking for home runs. You're looking to eat up time, keep the chains moving and get the defense tired so that you can hit them over the top. So it all works, works hand in hand. So that that's, they're going to have to control the ball on offense to help the defense. Yeah. they they did run a lot. They ran a lot of split zone, a lot of split zone, and a lot of counter. I saw that they ran that tight end off wing, and they ran a lot of that coming back, coming back. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." And they had about three of them. I said, "That's pretty fucking good." Like <laughs> I was like, "Anytime you get split zone, I don't care if it's pro, college, high school, pop Warner level, playing split zone is pretty tough because you don't know where that back is going to go. And that that split zone is where Die can eat because that's where he ate in Oregon. So." Yep. <clears throat> those tight ends blocking, and if those tight ends could catch, you're just creating another threat. And if you have two good tight ends on top of that receiving core with four, you got six guys to game plan for. Here's the thing you got to think about, and, and here's some food for thought. Drake London's going to be a top 10 draft pick, and he was on one of the worst teams in NCAA football. Yeah. So what's going to happen when SC gets good? How many draft picks are going to start happening? And I saw a stat the other day. Ohio State leaves with 87. SC's in second with 85. And the school below them, I forgot what school it was, was like 79 of first-round draft picks. Like, so we're going to get another first-round draft pick. Ohio State is going to have first-round draft picks, right? Their receivers are good. Right. SC gets back. Like, people don't understand, like, when SC comes back, how good it is for the game of college football, right? You won't hear the East Coast talking about, Oh, well, they play so late. Well, people are going to want to stay up to see this product because they always stayed up, stayed up late to see this product because they're going to know, want to know, is this kid worth the Heisman Trophy or not? Yep. No matter and, who it is. And nobody, including the great state, great team of Alabama, <clears throat> moves the needle quite like SC does when SC is rolling. Well, speaking of that, that's why I kind of got into that, right? So – why, why would I go to Alabama and you don't have to cheat anymore? Well, I, get, I, get paid, I get paid as a player to have my billboard in downtown L.A. Anytime you use my likeness in the city of Los Angeles, the second biggest, largest media capital in the, in the, right, I get paid to do it, right? Who, who can match? There's very few schools who can match SC's money. Alabama's not one of them. I don't, Oregon. I don't care what. Oregon's not one of them. Yeah, you got Philip Knight's money and no, nothing, nothing. I'm going to get you your own shoe. SC has the same SC has the same Nike contract as Oregon. Do they? Yeah, that's why they're that's why they're always those two will always be Nike schools. SC has the most money in the conference. Nobody can match SC's no. money. Excuse me, Stanford endowment wise, education wise, Stanford has more money. But yes. donation wise, donation wise for Boosters. athletics, yes, nobody Boosters. can beat SC. Now, if I own a business, 
hey, I want to use your likeness. How about you come to my business and sign autographs? I can actually cut you a check now. Man. Put it like this. The Galen Center, which is named the Galen Center, which is named after, which is where the basketball players play, and also the Galen mm -hmm. Center is where they have their team meal. Mm -hmm. That dude was the president of the World Bank. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> president of the World Bank. Not just the world. Not Chase, not Wells Fargo, World Bank. So why would I leave? Why would I leave Los Angeles, California to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Never. My parent, my parents could see me play majority Never. of my games. Nope. I could still go first round and I have a chance to win a national championship. California is one of the top football states in the nation. Why would I leave? And I am a part of something great. I wouldn't. The money matches now, right? I'm here to yeah, of course it matches now. The it's money matches, <laughs> right? You could live in an apartment for free now because it's a part of your likeness. You are sponsored by an apartment. Oh, I'm a sponsored by an apartment complex? Cool. I'm going to live there. Mm -hmm. A lot of things is going to change, which is going to have SC starting to look a lot more better. You're not going to – Lincoln Riley said kids aren't leaving California. Oh, no, no. Not no. especially not getting paid. Not That's getting paid. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The worst thing college football could have ever done was let let SC start paying players for real. I mean, you you talked. You said it yourself. We got to get number five's jersey back out there because he was getting paid before it was fashionable. Okay, and so when you talk about paying players, I mean, let's call it what it is. Nobody could pay players like SC did. Hey, on the record. Number five never got paid. It was his stepdad who took the house. He knew nothing yes. about it. He lived in L.A. Oh, yeah. Also, I will say this: Cam Newton's stepdad took a church, but Cam Newton got to play a national championship game. But we won't, we won't go down that road. That's neither here nor there. I do want to mention our partners as Bet, Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's future. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code. Believe it's that's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome back bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Phil, let's get wrap this thing up. We have fun. Tell me. I want to know two things. <clears throat> Tell me, what are your takes? What are your takes from the spring game? And I know we talked about it a lot, but give me three things you are looking forward to seeing this upcoming football season. My takes. Passing game, awesome. Offense, fantastic. Uh, defense needs needs improvement. What am I looking to see most? Uh, I, I'm quite anxious to see these tight ends. I want to see these tight ends get off. I want to see these tight ends get open. I want to see these tight ends become the position, the players that I've heard about all offseason because I've been monitoring the UFC football. I've been watching the inside Troys. I've been trying to get my news wherever I can, just like everybody else. And everybody's talking about these tight ends, and I didn't see anything. And that tells me something when I'm hearing stuff, but I'm not seeing it on the field. That takes me back to uh, uh, my old high school running back. We call uh, his name was Robert Lyons. Said we had a we had a dope tailback, Jamad Walker. So we brought in Rob uh, out of the gate because and the coach. I remember the coach said, looking up in the stands and saying, "I want them to see this." They ran a toss sweep, and he took it 75 yards to the house, broke two tackles on his way, last one being a stiff arm on his way to the, to the house. Yeah, that, it, well, it was on ESPN. I, I know how coaches get. They don't want – they hide a lot of stuff. Right. I will tell you I will tell you this. Are you done? Oh, yeah. Okay, I will tell you this. I, I am happy with the product that I saw, like I said before. I, I'm happy about the energy being back in the Coliseum. The energy Absolutely. in the Coliseum – changes your whole outlook about the game. And a lot of people, that logo means a lot 
that flame going up, walking down those stairs, you're looking at the Coliseum. That Coliseum, there's original stone in that arch that a lot of people don't know about. <clears throat> that logo meant a lot to me when I created that logo. And when you're looking at the scoreboard, you have to see that arch right there. That is the Coliseum. And when it echoes, when it gets loud in there, when now it's 75,000, but when that 75,000 gets going, it goes up, it goes up, it goes west, and it goes right back east out into, goes right out east out, outside of those arches, and you hear it. And that, that once that gets rocking, and once the costume gets shaking, it's hard to win there. And Lincoln Riley has brought that back, and you saw that, you saw that on Saturday. I will say this, I will say this, that running game is going to be a lot better than people think. That screen game is going to be a lot better than people think. Those receivers, Lincoln Riley has a game plan for each one of those receivers. He knows what they're good at, and he's going to put them in the best situation possible to win. I'm going to say this one more time. I'm not going to harp on it. The defense has to get better. The linebackers are going to be really good. The edge is going to be good. But they need to get better entirely, and they need to get better on that back five. If they don't get better on that back five, it's not going to be the season we expect. Give us your conclusion. And let's wrap. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the only thing I have to say to that is this: you can hide a back, a bad back five with a good front four. They, they got if if they're going to have if it's going to come down to a one or the other, they need to get some defensive linemen in here like yesterday. And I'm um, and I'm good with that. If they make if they get if they get thirty sacks as a team, then the defensive backs all of a sudden become really good. Yes, they do. Real well, good. I'm they become really good, and it's like, all right, cool. I'm like, you know what I mean? When they get beat every now and then, you're like, well, how did that happen? Oh, well, we barely see it. Okay, it's only – now it's 14. Now it's 45-14, and SC is rolling. So, I mean, there's a lot of – all celebrating. Everybody, it's all high moms on the sideline and smiles and new touchdown dances. 100%. Go ahead and wrap us up. I'll wrap us up, and we'll get us out of here, man. It's been fun. All right, everybody, Trojan football is upon us. We've had our first little glimpse of it. We've seen the offense. We've seen the coach. We've seen the defense, a little bit of special teams. This is going to be a special team. This is going to be the rebirth of the USC Trojan football program. Is it going to be at its high, at its high point this season? Maybe not, but it's going to be exciting football. It's going to be fun to watch. They're going to put some points up, and we're going to see good football, which for a change. I, I agree with that. We're going to see a way better product than we've seen in the past. We're not going to see the product that you expect to see this year. Be patient. Be really, really patient. Like we said, only 36 scholarship players. They might fill out the, all 80, they might fill out the 85 scholarships, but they might not do that. Um, we have to be very, very patient. But you will see eight wins this year. You will see a bowl game win this year. Now, I will tell you this. Put your seatbelt on because this SC ride is going to be really, really exciting. And you don't want to be there to miss it because in five years, the NFL is going to be knocking on Lincoln Riley's door. And hopefully we get him to stay for a long time. But that's what we're in for. It may not be five. It may be six or seven. So don't call me to that. But this is going to be good. Like I said, the atmosphere is back. And the atmosphere is back. It's hard to win. They got the swag back. As long as SC has that swag, it will be very good to win. Very hard to win. You got anything else, Phil? No, I no, I, I I'm right there with it. The swag, you know, I see the background. I'm hearing the trumpets in the background and not even playing. I'm ready. <laughs> no, hundred percent. That, that I, mean, I feel like I've waited forever for football to come back, and I'm gonna get spring football. I'm gonna get college football before we get to the pros. So this is this is what I got to hang my hat on, and I'm ready. I, I will tell I will tell you guys. I, I will I will tell you guys this. Um, we, we are, uh, we love you guys. We support our fans and tell all your friends about us. Um, uh, we, we're hit and miss right now. It's hard to do it's stuff to do. And as we get bigger, we'll start bringing people on. Once we get into the season though, you'll get us twice a week. You'll get us, uh, you'll get us Monday. You'll get us Mondays and you'll get us either Thursday or Wednesday, depending on when the Trojans play. And I talked to my guy, you'll actually, you'll get actual game film. Woo! Don't tell anybody you'll get actual game film. So you'll start to see, and we'll be able to break some things down. Uh, I'm working on the Rice and Oklahoma film. So our next show is going to be really, really exciting. It's going to be really exciting. So it's all it. great. I yep. love it. 
Yep. Hey, is it new it, film or old film? It's gonna be it's from last film. season. It's gonna be from last season. It's gonna be legit film. It's gonna be great. So it's gonna be from last season. We're gonna figure out how to get that worked in, and you guys get to be on the inside. I'm not gonna tell you guys my source, but it'll be legit film. You, hey, we're gonna have Rice film and Oklahoma film. So we're gonna break that down for you guys on the next show. Hopefully, we get Luke again. It'll be good to get to get Luke and get on the game breakdown. So that'll be a good one to do. Um, after that, then we'll be able to get you know, some Stanford film, and we'll get to break down the game prior to. So that's what we're looking forward to. Phil, it was fun. Uh, this has been Sue Luke Detroit, presented by Bet Online. See you guys. Like we always say, live strong, fight on. <laughs>